Hello, and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joey Cornwell, here today with Paul Pina Colada Groskov. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. Got my gigantic Hawaiian shirt on. My toes are in the sand. I'm ready to party. <laughs> and Ron Margarita Klewinski. You know I hate the beach. I Well, I was going to say rum and coke because he literally, like, Ron, rum and coke. But rum and coke's, like, not a vacation drink. I Right? The first time I went to Mexico at an all-inclusive, I just drank... Uh, Tequila? No, I drank uh, whiskey sours the entire time with uh, Johnny Walker because that was all they had. It's also not really a vacation. No, no it's not. Especially not at the beach. <laughs> it's Ron just, Whiskey Sour Kluwinski. Yeah, no, that was... I mean, I got really drunk and it was all free, so I don't give a shit. Uh, Ron Kluwinski Sour. No. Clowiski, you can just stop. Ron Clowiski Sour. <laughs> but it is spring break for Paul and I, at least. Uh, so spring we're doing break. <laughs> spring break. That movie is so badly good. It's so great. Um, I love spring it. Breakers, if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it. So this would be a good week to watch at spring break. We just went through daylight savings time, so you have an extra... No, you, you have one, one less hour, so never mind. But... We're on spring break, so we decided to do our, what we're thinking of as like the ideal vacation destinations in video games. So the hypothetical here is we have a one week all expense paid trip to any video game destination that we want. And I think we all have many, many entries, but we're only going to do a few each. And then we'll probably just do more entries later during other vacations. But yeah, we tried to keep the restrictions not super strict, so we're not necessarily like, oh, it has to be totally realistic, and there has to be this character or that character. Just which place would you want to go to for a vacation for one week? So that's going to be the premise of today's show, and it's going to tie into our next video game giveaway. So I mentioned this last week and the week before. We're doing our second official giveaway, and This time, you're going to be entering for a chance to win a physical copy of Hitman 3 on PlayStation 5. So it was Tab's, was it Tab's Game of the Year last year? I think it was Tab's Game of the Year, right? Number one? I think so. If it wasn't number one, it was definitely in the top two or three. Uh, Tab loves the game. I recently played two and three. I thought it was rad. You guys played the game, both of you? Or just I I haven't played three. I've only played neither of you. part of the first one. But I mean, you I played it in the two. I played it in the engine of three, so I know how it, I got the uh, basic idea of it. How it feels, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It feels great, <laughs> mm, it feels so good. But yeah, you can win a co- a physical copy of Hitman Three on PlayStation Five. So to enter this time, it's going to be slightly more complicated. Not still, we're trying to to minimize the number of hoops. We like the idea that it's going to be pretty accessible. So this time around, you just have to send us an email. With your number one fantasy destination for a vacation in a video game. So the same premise. If you had one week all expense paid trip to one location in all of video games, f- fictional, fantasy, any 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 video game, um, where would you want to spend it? What would you do? That kind of thing. We will probably vote on it. Basically, I'll I'll send the emails to everyone, and I feel like that's the most democratic. I don't want to just pick them so 
I'll I'll send it to all four pixels pixel pals, and we will vote on our our favorite. So, uh, I again just like with our hypothetical, I'm going to keep the restrictions limited. I don't I'm not going to give a word count or anything. Uh, it can be short and sweet. It can be funny. It can be as detailed as you want it to be. Um, we're we all are all four very different personalities, so we're going to value different things. So I don't know how to how to guide you into like here's how to win because I don't know. Like <laughs> Paul might. Love the more detailed technical ones. The more Thronebreaker related it is, the more. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do the whole week that I'm on that, that digital beach is I'm just going to be playing Thronebreaker. On my Steam deck. Yes. I'm 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 sensing a a strong front runner. Um, For some reason, (laughs) I I really am gravitating towards this person. so. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So send us an email by next wednesday same deadline next wednesday at midnight let me double check the calendar that would be march 23rd so midnight by march 23rd and we will vote on them right before the show on the 24th so uh yeah so that's our second giveaway physical copy of hitman 3 on playstation 5 we do have to limit it to um continental u.s entries this time we had a couple of international uh fans last time and i don't know what the shipping situation is for that but yeah we're gonna we're just gonna i apologize to our also well region issues too region issues as well yeah the digital copy i think even would have been a a problem we had one one person from the uk and from what i found out was like basically you can you can have another account on your system Mm -hmm. um like i do for like asian games like i'll get like a, a a a hong kong region or a japanese region for all your pantsu hunter games all my pantsu hunter and mm-hmm. dead or dead or alive extreme beach volleyball and to get that dlc i have to have a, an account from the region so you can still play it but you can't play it under your main account but but yeah it, it's it's just a little bit more complicated and again shipping would be probably a lot higher than i'm able to pay so continental u.s listeners only please i apologize um but yeah so that's our second giveaway please please be excited i'm excited i'm really excited i love i i got the emails back from the people that we sent the codes they were so nice they were like oh my god i'm so surprised i won it was great so before we get into what we've been playing i want to quickly talk about a couple of itch.io or itch.io bundles that are out there that just, are relevant i think it's itch.io i think it's just itch.io that's stupid itch.io sounds better i don't care okay it's <laughs> it's, it's like a gif or gif except one's one is for sure correct no logic <laughs> behind why one is more correct it looks like itch.io it sounds better but itch.io, so itch.io has two two bundles that are timely and relevant right now that we wanted to shout out really quick. So one of them is the bundle for Ukraine. And it says, uh, according to the, the bundle, it says it's to help Ukrainians survive this ordeal and thrive after the war ends. Uh, benefits go to the International Medical Corps and Voices of Children. Uh, the proceeds are split 50-50 between those two. They had a $5 million goal, which was met, which they've increased to $6 million, and they're currently at about $5.4 million. 5.5. Um, oh, so I damn. Just, I just, I just got right that now. earlier today, too. Yeah, so wow. so they're they're inching towards $6 million, and 
if you know anything about the itch.io bundles, and we've talked about them before, they're regardless of the the movement that they're supporting, they're always such good values. Like this one in particular, you're paying $10 minimum. You can pay whatever you want, of course. Uh, they encourage you to pay more, but it's $10 minimum, and you get 998 indie games. The non-sale price equals $6,596. You're getting $6,600 worth of, of digital indie games. They're non-DRM for 10 bucks. That's amazing. So over of the nearly 1,000 products, uh, more than 600 have never been in a major bundle before. It includes games like Skatebird, which just came out this year, Thirsty Sword Lesbians, which I don't know what it is, but I'm playing it because I bought this bundle, <laughs> um, Wander Song, Super Hot, A Short Hike, Celeste, Mortician's Tale, Arcade Spirits. We've talked about some of those on the show before, uh, and they're all most of those are highly critically acclaimed. Uh, and it ends March 17th. So this will probably be edited and up by tomorrow, the 16th. So you only have a couple of days, maybe a day and a half if you listen to this when it comes out. Uh, and I'll include it in the tweet as well. But again, you're getting a thousand games for $10. And I'm, I'm scrolling even if you through, liked a fraction. Yeah, I'm scrolling through right now. And there's, there's some there's some pretty good stuff that, I, that popped out like immediately. And then there's some stuff that I'm like, I had never heard of, but that looks okay. Like, yeah. yeah, and that's and, the thing and, too is let's it's ten bucks, and it's like if it's okay, it's ten bucks. It's ten bucks. If it was ten bucks for one game, it would be like, oh damn, well this game's not as what I thought, but it's only ten bucks. But no, it's a thousand games. I will never play all of these games. <laughs> it's like a Steam like, sale, but for a good cause. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always think about like, well, one day when I'm done and I retire, I'll have all the time in the world. I will be dead before I finish all these games. Like, there's no fucking way I'm going to make it through. Because I have multiple bundles now. Because every time they come out with one of these bundles, I'm like, oh, my God, so many games. And again, there's a cost fallacy there where I'm I'm like, what value? And I'm not really getting the value because I can't play them. But but it's such a great it's a, for a great cause. And it's such a great deal. So check that one out. The other one is the TTRPGs for trans rights in Texas. So tabletop RPGs through itch.io. So printed material and things like that that you use to, you know, you print out and you you do you run a, a tabletop RPG through that. So it's it's a it's a little bit different. But uh, according to the site, quote, in response to Governor Greg Abbott and the Texas Attorney General Office's transphobic declarations, we have brought together all of these games in support of trans rights. Uh, in this particular bundle, benefits go to two organizations as well, Transgender Education Network of Texas, TENT, and Organiz Organization Latina de Trans and Texas. That was the whitest way I could ever say that. Um, the goal is 420000 and they're currently at 340000 So they're, they're, they're close. They're on their way to their goal. And this one ends April 3rd. So you do have a while to uh, participate in this one. This one has a $5 minimum for about 500 games. So half the cost, half the amount of games. Uh, the non-sale price is, again, about $2,800. So you're still getting a ton of tabletop RPGs for just 5 bucks. Again, encouraged to pay more, but uh, Honestly, strapped for cash. For $5, bucks, uh, you get Jonathan Frakes wants your attention and you must not give it to him. That alone is worth $5 to me. Again, that's one of those games where it's like, I have no idea, but I want to <laughs> play it. Like, can you print out a little Jonathan Frakes? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, you can. You can just print that you out yourself. Like, 
hand it from person to person like you oh he's here he goes he's getting your attention <laughs> you're like no um it also includes noirlandia do you know who made uh, noirlandia run i do not who did the art evan zombie lincoln from the clock crew oh really yeah he's uh, an old internet friend of ours he was a member of he was on newgrounds.com which we've talked about but he was a pretty prominent member of the clock crew and he's an amazing digital artist, and I've been supporting him for a long time. They came out with a game called, um, oh god, now I'm forgetting the name. I have it. I was just talking about it earlier. Uh, it's a, it's another Landia game, and then Noir Landia is like the sequel to that, to that game. Uh, but yeah, he does the art for that. It's beautiful. Uh, other games include Let Me Take a Selfie, Samurai Androids, um, Grandma Club. Again, no idea what the fuck that is, but five bucks, <laughs> and you have. 500 ttrpgs that you can play to your heart's content so or may that, never again, play which is ha- that's play. happened because of all those bundles i i bought that blm bundle and i yeah. maybe scratched like three or four of those and i'm like this is a lot yeah yeah but it's going to a good cause not just yes that. exactly that's that's <laughs> exactly again it's like a steam and- sale but for good right and and it allows us to play some of the fun games like the indie swap so the next indie swap that we're doing it's going to be all four of us or probably maybe three of us or four of us um and we're going to pick and i think we're going to start getting a little spicier with it like when tab and i did it it was like hmm, what games might the other person like but at some point i think it's going to be like what game is ron going to hate that's the game i'm going to make him play because because ron would make it funny like ron would find a way to take this thing that was terrible and and make comedy out of it and so you know that's another another uh plus for us is it gives us again hundreds of games to pick from nearly thousands of games nearly thousands well between the bundles thousands of games i have i think i have like five bundles at this point but yeah so so check those out itch.io uh links for both of those will be in the show description but you can just go to itch.io both of them are on the front page but yeah, for for great causes. I don't have a lot in the way of news, in part because I wanted to focus on those two giveaways. But the new Mario Kart DLC maps come out this week. Oh shit! Yeah, and uh, Persona Four Arena Ultimax, which I'm probably the only one excited about that. But but Mario Kart, I'm excited. Yeah. I brought that up during a Halo chat session, and it was like crickets. So am I the only Paul? You're you're excited? Uh, yeah, of course. We oh, yeah, okay. me and Jacqueline love it. Yeah, we yeah, want to yeah, yeah. like. I yeah I didn't I like it totally flew over my head that it was coming out this week I'm so excited this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> I think so I think it's March 17th I'm pretty sure well today's March 15th um, so it's not the 17th it's not the 17th well today is the 15th so it's you said it was coming out today or this week this week oh okay sorry I thought yeah. you said today yeah this week like that's not today you know what does that's, come out today though today. or is out I'm pointing what? at you the Grand Theft Auto Five uh, expanded, expanded, or whatever the fuck it's called. I, I know I the did online. Yeah, I wanted to send you a video, which we've talked about before, of me at the casino saying, showing you how to win the car oh, on yeah. the podium. Mm-hmm. Since I've done that many times before, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't have time because I was finishing up Horizon. <laughs> uh, um, so I, I got a quick question before we move on. Um, so you you've already tried it, or have you logged in yet? No, not yet. Now I'm curious if it's going to be similar to like transferring your character from the PS3 360 era to the new, well, what was the current gen? 
and does it lock it out? So then if we go and transfer our character to the new one, that means we can't play with Gary until he gets a PS5. <laughs> I keep sending him links and being like, There's, they're going to have him here. And he'll be like, meh. Yeah, like I, I feel like Gary's Gary will get one when they're like readily available. He's not about the F5 life, you know, what I mean? he's not trying to <laughs> refresh for however long, like our nightmare situations when we were trying to get them. I mean, mine wasn't that bad. I got two, remember? So, yeah, but, we, but you were doing the same thing I was where you had like multiple tabs open oh, yeah. and refreshing yeah. and like checking Twitter. Paul, what was your experience getting a PS5? It was, was it? a nightmare. It was so hard um, to do, but it, well, it made it. Okay. So like, um, I tried it like a bunch of different times. Um, and I saw that fucking, oh dear screen from Walmart oh, God, yeah. about 8 million times in a row. Then, yeah, for a long time, the closest I got was on black friday i managed to get to the point in the checkout process where i was putting in my address and then it just like my screen just like froze and then oh dear it looks like you're and i was like no so then um i'd given up hope briefly um and then i think in january um Jacqueline just one morning was like hey um i just saw a thing that best buy has them and i was like very casually like oh, whatever, I don't care, I'll just go on and try it. Um, but that day, coincidentally, um, Best Buy fundamentally changed their checkout process, which I think threw off bots for that one mm. moment, and then ah. I got mine, and it, yeah, it ended up working out. I actually almost got a third one uh, the day I got. It was like the, it was like when I got the the one that I ordered from, uh, from Sony. It was the day I, I got that one. They, the notification came up on Amazon that there was that they had some available. I'm like, ah, let me try it. I got all the way to the cart and I got all the way to the checkout screen. I'm like, I don't need a third one. I don't need a third one. I'm not, <laughs> wow. not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. But I could make I a could, little I, PS5 I, pyramid. I could have. I could have. I could have bought a third one. And I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you already had the 26 you needed for your PS5 <laughs> yes. throne in yes, your bedroom. Exactly. <laughs> Just like everything is terrible is building the Jeremy Maguire pyramid. I was going to build a PS5 pyramid. <laughs> in the um, Kimberly. You were doing like the, the Air Force did with the PS3s where they bought like 200 <laughs> PS3s and like chained them together to make a supercomputer. Oh, Saddam's uh, nuclear reactor or whatever the fuck he was. They were supposedly he was bought a bunch of PS3s for. What he did to you? Yeah, supposedly <laughs> Saddam bought like a ton of them. Those were the WMDs. Yeah, that's those what, were the WMDs. That's what they yeah. talked about. Yeah, uh, Kimberly's so experience was actually like super easy. Like she found out that GameStop was going to have them there. She's like, okay, I'll just go wait in line. And she said there was like five people in front of her or something like that. Like, and Damn. it was just like, Whoa. and they had they had some left over after Whoa. she was done. She's like, okay, but it's you know out in the middle huh. of nowhere, DeKalb. So you Damn. know, that's, that's amazing. True. Basically, just the might as well be the middle of Kansas. Well, do you think some people like there? There have been cases where people just everyone assumes that they don't have a chance, so like no one shows up, or like that's, only like one or two people. You know, that's, that's like, how I. Yeah. That's how I got uh, my SNES Classic at the time. I just figured I'm like, no, nope, they're not going to have it. And I walk into the store, I'm like, they have it. I'm like, all right, I'll just get one, I guess. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I love waiting outside for things like, well, I don't think we've shared the story yet, but Ron and I waited outside for a Wii and we were numbers. The, like, system, not, the system not peeing. 
We weren't waiting yeah. inside to wait two weeks. Yeah, we, we weren't waiting, waiting inside. Yeah, that was that was the that was the birthday party. Yeah. Um no, we were waiting outside for the Nintendo Wii and we got we got there at like six PM around six PM the day before. So we were it was at a target and so they were gonna open their doors at like seven AM uh and the store opened at eight. So they were gonna let us inside at seven and sell us sell it to us at eight. And so we were there for, you know, over twelve hours. We didn't and we, we didn't were, actually get in line though until by what, like eight, nine o'clock at night? We just sat in the parking lot because there was like no one in line at the but time. We like set our chairs up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, I don't even think we did that. I think we waited it, it waited for a while until we actually saw people start lining up because there was no one else there. There was maybe like one person. We're like, oh, well, yeah. we don't gotta sit outside right now. We'll we'll be fine. So we waited. But then until- we saw people and we were like, shit. So we were like, <laughs> yeah. um, so maybe we weren't. We I think weren't we were. Like 15, I, th- I think we were like, like seven. 10, or I think we were like ten and eleven. Yeah, something like that. Um, but the the fact that like that. I don't think that happens anymore. Like when the switch came out, I thought that was going to happen. So I went and I was number one. Well, tab was number tab. I dragged tab with me. Tab was like, "Ah, I don't really know. I'm not sure. But they went with me and I was like, you can be number one. I'll be number two. And there were like five people, but they didn't start lining up until 4am or something. And then by like seven, a bunch of people, it was like 30 people online or something like that. So I feel like over time people have learned. I still want to do that. Like, if the PS5, if it wasn't as easy, like easier to get things online, especially the PS5 during the pandemic, it was like they weren't even selling them in stores. So, yeah. but yeah, if the PS6 comes out and they have it in stores and it would be easier to do that, I would, I'd camp out again. It's so fun. I don't know if I would do that. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm young at heart. <laughs> Not to mention the PSX is going to be like a chip that they put in your brain. I was going to say, it's it's, it's, it's probably not even going to be a console. It's probably going to be a an experience. So. The PS5 is going to come out in PSVR. So yes. it's going to be a virtual system. And you're going to be so excited. And They make you wait in line in PSVR to get it. And you can't leave. You can't log out or anything. Oh no! <laughs> That's that. I just that image of like you're wearing the headset and you're just standing in a virtual like store line, but in reality you're standing in your dark bedroom alone with the headset on, <laughs> just standing yeah. there waiting in line. That's, that's like a weird sense of, but that that I feel like that in a weird way like does mirror our experience in line when we waited for stuff because on the one hand there's this like sense of camaraderie like everyone's so excited because we're all there to get the set like we're the ones like everyone else is not going to get us we're so dedicated and loyal and we're like talking about our favorite games and everything uh favorite games but then i think everyone's a little paranoid too about people cutting and people like pushing and like you know are they going to get one and i'm not and so it's a weird there's like a weird distrust of people, but also sort of like, hey, we're all in the same. And then you get the system and you're just like, get the fuck out of here. You never talk to that person. <laughs> you're fucking dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> Bella's like hitting you. Dad, feed me. Feed me. You're like, I'm going to lose my spot, Bella. Stop it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone's like, was that a cat? Nope. No pets in the store. You're banned. <laughs> <laughs> Sign off. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, so we have still been playing Halo. 
as a group nothing i don't think anything new to report right still the same event that we talked about last still week still halo and still yeah. halo new guns this week but we'll see oh how, that's how that right yeah. oh the stupid alien sniper rifle God oh wait yeah. they changed the the weapon set in it it's yeah. unclear whether did they change it or did they just add them to the bigger mix i hope it's the I hope it's adding because I fucking I changed it. Hate oh. alien weapons so much. Yeah, well, it's that and the commando rifle, so yeah, oh, it'll be God. interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the commando rifle is actually going to prove to be really good with no well, shields. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. it probably, and if everyone else has it, then it's not that big of a deal. But when it's just like that's the only weapon you have against you know a spanker or something like that. Right. <laughs> Fiesta, what what am I gonna get? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yes, but we'll see. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I feel like it's all of this. This entire two weeks is just a ruse to get you to appreciate the battle rifle because people are like, "Oh, I wish you know more weapons in in Tactical Slayer outside of the battle," and they're like, "Oh, okay. How about these? How about the fucking Mangler?" <laughs> people are like no battle rifle's cool i like it i'm looking in i'm looking for like a list of like weapons and the first thing that pop up is halo infinite fans disappointed with lackluster tactical ops event fuck you guys tactical ops yeah. is great it's fun yeah I it's like a it. fun event and the I, items i thought were good it it makes i i like like you're saying though it kind of makes you appreciate these weapons a little bit more when it's like yeah. an even keel like the mangler like again i never realized how much of a drop that thing has at a distance so like now i could probably be a little better at it when i actually get it in a regular game but right they do these like big sweeping events that are a week or two weeks long i kind of wish they would do also these little mini events and just do really outrageous stuff like oops all grenades or something like that (laughs) and it's just like three days that that would be all grenades would be awesome that would be be terrible No mail, no melee, no, no guns. Melee. I, just I like, think like something like all swords or all grab hammers or something like that. Yeah, because that you would could be awesome you, too. Uh, maybe a sword because you could parry it, like, and you just got to be quicker on the draw. All swords versus all grenades. <laughs> <laughs> well, be the all grenades thing too. No, so friendly fire would be off too. So you could hurt your teammates and everything. So. Oh like, yeah, that, see, precision? something like that would be good. Like yeah, if they they took turned off friendly fire and made it like like that. <laughs> Behemoth all grenades. Someone's like two <laughs> miles away. <laughs> 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 oh, but then you're throwing them onto the little conveyor belt thing to shoot them onto the platform there. Oh yeah. Which, yes. Okay, it looks like it's commandos, sidekicks, stalker rifles, and minglers. Oh, so they just added it. They, oh, they yeah. didn't. Get rid of the previous ones. Wait, so no battle rifle then? Doesn't look like it. Oh, oh shit. shit. Unless, unless, no. unless it's like it says tactical slayer, unless that includes regular tactical slayer, mm. uh, which is battle rifle. And then maybe they took battle rifles out and left it just in tactical slayer. Uh, and then right. when you do the other one, it gives you the random weapons. Hmm. I'll have to read this more and see. Well, I'm interested. Yeah, I have to sign in and see, see what's up today. Um, outside of Halo, what have you guys been been playing? I have um, continued my adventures in Old Night City. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been going good. Um, yeah, finishing up like gigs and getting like the cool new like gig 
or fixer rewards from those, which has been fun. I also advanced a little bit in the story, and I have major thoughts on a mission I just did, but I don't want to spoil anything. Ron, did you get to the point where you met the uh, Voodoo Boys at all? No, I have not gotten that far yet. Okay, I will not say anything. At least I don't think I have. All I have to say is some people are fucking jerks, and I have a lot of feelings about them. <laughs> and that's, I'm going to leave it right there, but okay. what the actual fuck? Yeah, that's all I have to say. But yes, Cyberpunk has been great. Loving it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm titillated because I remember the Voodoo Boys. I remember where they are, like on the map. Like I remember where their home base is. And so I vaguely remember a mission. But I don't remember what you do. I don't remember why they're jerks. So I'm I'm curious. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. Ron, what have you been? Uh, fuck you too. <laughs> I don't know. I God. I feel like sometimes like these other podcasts have like drama on them. People are like, do you mean see? How to he's each other. always he's always so mean to me. I've all, nothing well, but nice I to him to. all the time, need, and he's just always a dick. Some drama. Just I hop on Halo, he's and he's like... just throwing shit at me all the time. Nah. I gotta fucking deal with. It. That's why I don't want to play with you guys because of him. No, I, I bet your, I bet your, sh- <laughs> I bet your shirt smells like cheese. What? I don't know. <laughs> just we need to have beef. Uh, a feud and in podcast. a cheesy a cheesy beef <laughs> a cheesy beef, beef burrito. burrito i could go for it is... actually i'd go for arby's cheesy beef mm. oh that sounds tasty yeah anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> brought pre-pixels brought to you by uh, arby's <laughs> i wish that'd be great <laughs> i was going to play a little bit of microsoft flight simulator because i realized my um uh, free premium game pass thing is expiring in a in a week or so i'm like hey, you know what i haven't sure. gotten to play it yet i'm gonna fucking sit down and play it and i go to launch it and it's like mandatory update 120 gigs i'm like motherfucker so Damn. i let it do its thing and in the meantime i i kind of hop back into american truck simulator just because i wanted something to play that was just kind of like low-key just like i just need to chill out for a little while so yeah. started driving across the uh southern california region to portland Portland, Washington. I can't remember. I was going to either Oregon or Washington, but is that multiplayer? Can you do a convoy? Uh, I don't. I do not believe so. I don't believe mm. it has any um multiplayer. I'm going to look it up real quick. If they don't, we should do since we're going to be playing Grand Theft Auto Five online soon. We should do a convoy in that and just literally just blast the the song convoy and just drive in a circle around the city uh there, through there is a multiplayer mod that you can get uh i do not know the details of it i will have to look into it and see how it works and what it entails but yeah that'd be pretty fun um yeah i've also dipped into a little game called quadrilateral quadrilateral cowboy oh um what is it, that it is a puzzle game um that involve it's basically like solving like little like logic puzzles and stuff like that except it you use command line in it huh. uh so you're like actually like typing oh, typing is this tying into your it training yeah a little bit i figured i'm like wow. you know what i've been wanting to try this game for a while and it actually kind of like helps me kind of like remember like or help helps me with typing stuff out and like doing that stuff except the only problem is is like in like the third thing that you do uh like the third like 
early mission, it kind of breaks the command line script a little bit. So like when you're in a command line or whatever, you know, if you hit up or down on the arrows, you could cycle through past commands that you've done. You could do that in the game. Problem is when you're in the third mission, it breaks it. So when you scroll through, it auto completes them. So when you hit up, it auto it it goes to that command, but then auto completes it. So you can't like edit it or anything. So if you want to do that command again, you have to like and add something to it. You have to retype the whole thing out. And when I got to that uh, point, I'm like looking up like I got to see if there's a fix for it. And in two years, there hasn't been a fix for it. So I'm like, I don't want to really get in that right now. So I don't have to remember a bunch of stuff while I'm doing it. So I'll come back to it a little later when I have a little more free time. But it's fun. It so is. is it meant to be like a cheat in a way or like where... No, it's you... it's it's meant to just kind of... What, what do you mean? Like the... So like if you type a command line and you're like not sure if it's right, you go to the next line and then you go back up and it'll like correct it for you so you can see like, oh, no, I did it right or... No, well, or yeah, either if you did it wrong or something like that or if like, you know, it's a... Because you could string c- commands together. You could do like, you know, open door five... Uh, and then how long you want it to be open and then do a wait command and right. then do it a couple more seconds and then do another command on top. Basically, you could just string commands together mm. and you can just have this whole thing. You can actually end up making batch files. So then all you got to do is just type the batch file and it'll auto do all the steps that you need to do. Um, That's how the matrix started. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, it's, 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 it's fun. It's just I when I got to that point where I'm like, I can't scroll back up and I'm trying to like, type out these long strings it's just like that's eh, a little too much for me to deal with at this moment so i'm gonna i'll wait until uh, i'm in a, a space where i can have my head clear a little bit more and then i'll try it again but it's fun uh it runs like shit on my computer though it's like it's a very rudimentary so weird it's a very like rudimentary game it's like your characters are just like boxes uh but there's a lot of effects going on and i've dropped everything down and it still just fucking chugs. It's weird. So it's so weird because I feel like there there's so many instances of that where like my laptop will run Halo Infinite or something, and I'm like, wow, that's great. And then I'll play like Before Your Eyes, which is like an indie game with very like you said rudimentary indie 3D graphics, and my my computer's like fucking red hot, like. <laughs> just sizzling I'm like, what is going on <laughs> yeah this this game came out in 2016 and like it chugs uh so at some phasmophobia points. too phasmophobia is not a big game but that is I, weirdly system- I, I i well i think that's just i think he's still working out the optimizing, uh, optimizing it and stuff like that because yeah. that that normally what if i turn the bloom off that game runs fine once the bloom comes yeah. on, that's where it got all fucked up. And now, after a couple updates, like the bloom works fine. So I think that was just an optimization issue. But yeah, like Halo, Halo runs perfectly fine. And I'm running that almost at high. Fucking yeah. flight sim, like it auto set it to like ultra on all my settings. I'm like, okay, oh, shit. cool. All right. Damn. I'll, have to, Damn. I'll have to see how that looks when it finished downloading. It finished downloading. I just haven't had a chance to actually pop oh, into nice. it yet. So but yeah, I used up like 120 gigs in. I'm already at like 400 gigs capped for the month. So it's like, or towards my cap. So got to be careful Damn. not to download any more games this month. Whoa. That's, wow, that's yeah. the, this is the fucking thing I hate about this fucking download only future is the fucking caps. Like, yeah. Fucking flight sims like 200 gigs, like in total. And then like, you know, it was like, a, it was like 170 for like the first one. 
and then it had a mandatory patch of 120. It's like almost 300 gigs. Yeah. Insane. Who's your provider? Yeah. Uh, Comcast. Oh. Which they've been still fucking acting weird. Like, I, like, during the certain parts of the day, like, it drops down to fucking, like, 20 megs. Uh, but then, like, you know, fucking two o'clock in the morning, it's like, oh, you got perfect 500, 500 down. You have no problem. My upload's fine. And my ping's fine. I'm thinking it, there's most likely what happened is there's some sort of interference on the line. They might have spliced a line to our line and that's causing some power fluctuation stuff. This would happen. This happened to us before at our, one of our old apartments. They came out, fixed it. Everything was fine. So if like the out, upload or the download is like fine, but the other one's off, that's usually an interference issue of some sort, but it takes them forever to fucking admit that there's a problem and come out and fix it. So this episode brought to you by Comcast Digital Cable. <laughs> Fuck off, Comcast. It's actually it's, it's actually Xfinity. It's not even Comcast. Yeah. It's Xfinity. Anyway, <laughs> Joey, what have you been playing? I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn or Zero Dawn Horizon Forbidden West. Just uh, you know, not nonstop, but um, as much as I can. And I just finished it right, like literally, as I was setting up for the podcast. The credits were still rolling. So I, uh, by the time we got started recording, they had stopped and it kicked me back out into the world, but I just finished. I'm over a hundred hours. I finished the story. I got the platinum trophy. I still haven't done everything in the game, but I want, I was like, I think I'm, I'm at that point where I'm like, I think I'm done. Like I, I am loving it. It's as much It's you know, we talked about it previously in that whole episode. We t- it's so much fun. I love the world, but games are starting to pile up where I'm like, oh, I didn't get a chance to play the final fantasy origins demo like i wanted to and grand theft auto just came out and mario kart's coming out and persona 4 so i was kind of feeling that pressure of like i just need to be done with it but yeah i got the platinum and i don't have much to add i don't want to say anything about the ending of the game or anything i'll just add something that i didn't talk about too much on the pot on the episode because i hadn't done much of it yet but the swimming in that game is awesome like i know swimming in games for a lot of people they they just hate it in part because the controls can be sort of clunky but the swimming in the game is is so much fun and so beautiful with the way that they uh, I and I, it makes me look forward to what they do in the future because it's just so fun to swim and to explore underwater and everything. But yeah, so I'm done with it. I'm I'm probably moving on. I think I've done everything I want to do. I've done most of the side quests and camps and all that stuff like most of the map is clear. But uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful game. So that is what I've been playing, and some Persona Q a little bit too. But just sort of chipping, chipping away at that. I did fight Margaret. So Margaret, you know, Paul on our episode last week, one of my bays that got away was Margaret <laughs> from Persona Four. She's also in Persona Q, and just like in Persona Four, you fight her. I fought her, so she's okay. just as beautiful and deadly as ever so yeah like she's like let's fight and you're like oh (laughs) (laughs) like does that mean you're gonna touch me when you you smack me and punch me it's like a wrestling match (laughs) (laughs) like that's what we have personas for i'm gonna have i'm gonna summon a persona that's gonna smack you I'm like, oh, man. Well, if it's Lilith or one of the sexy personas. But anyways, um, so video game vacation destination. So, again, the hypothetical is if we had an opportunity to spend a one week's all expense paid vacation at a particular video game location, where would we stay? 
and again we didn't we we didn't specify what kind of vacation who it had to be with anything like that so we can fill in all those blanks the way that we want but i i'm gonna start normally i'm like who's gonna start who wants to go i'm gonna start just because i feel like my first one is a little bit boring only because like it's just like a, a vacation destination in real life like it's it's modeled so closely off of a, a caribbean resort it's the I, I always thought it was golden k uh spelled g-a-l-d-i-n-q-u-a-y from final fantasy 15 but when i was looking some stuff some information up about it apparently it's pronounced golden key i don't know it's final fantasy 15 that world is super weird but <laughs> it's a seaside caribbean resort uh, it costs ten thousand dollars or ten thousand excuse me ten thousand gil a night to stay there um, and I included some pictures in our show notes but listeners if you haven't played Final Fantasy 15 or seen it feel free to google images of the golden K again g-a-l-d-i-n-q-u-a-y from Final Fantasy 15 um, to see the beautiful ocean which is a, a big part of it uh, and you can do so much there so you can stay there and you get like an xp bonus for staying there but you can fish and fishing in that game is a lot of fun so i'm imagining fishing would be pretty fun um, and there's like fantastical fish that i i wouldn't obviously have any experience with but that would be really cool i love the ocean i love the beach so when we came up with this premise this was the first place that jumped to mind and then i was like it's kind of boring because again it's so it's like final fantasy but it's it's just like a Caribbean resort, but I, I can't help it. It's so beautiful. And there's like a top rated chef there as well. Food is such a big part of Final Fantasy 15. I think I mentioned this in our food episode, but I I, I would go so far as to say that food in, in Final Fantasy 15 is maybe the most like beautifully rendered food in a video game <laughs> that I've ever it's, played. It's pretty impressive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you. Um, I thought those were actual like just regular pictures of like Joey. I thought we were picking video games for a minute there. That the yeah. oil drizzled steamed fish looks pretty realistic. Right. So yeah. You again, listeners, look up food. Like look up Google. Just Google food. Just 15. open up Google. Just Google look, food and turn save search like. off. Yep. <laughs> and uh, food girl. glistening. Food glistening meat. <laughs> oil drizzled. Oil drizzled thighs. Um, no, <laughs> Google Final Fantasy fifteen food, and there's an there's an actually an Im- imager site that's like dedicated to it. All these like high res pictures, and you get specific kinds of food at this resort. And I'm not even a seafood person, but like steamed crab with rock salt looks amazing. Um, oil drizzled steamed fish, as Ron pointed out. There's one I don't remember what it's called like berries something something it's like a dessert it's, yeah it looks like amazing. a it looks like a little like tart of some sort Ooh. yeah even the the golden gratin which I'm assuming some kind of oyster again never had oysters not really interested in it, it seems gross in terms of the texture but I would I would eat it I would eat it. it looks it looks really good so yeah swimming fishing delicious food and just a beautiful horizon fantastical creatures all around it would be a very kind of safe vacation for me but that would be that would be my first choice would be golden k from final fantasy 15 have you guys played that neither of you played no. it, right no okay. it looks great though i want to go 
there there are other places. Final Fantasy 15 is just such a beautiful game. So Altissia is like this big elaborate city that I think would be a great runner up. But again, when I hear vacation, not all of my choices are like tropical resorts, but you know, I I was lucky enough to go on a cruise to the to the Caribbean once and I'm like, man, I can't wait to be able to go back at some point because it's just everything, the weather, the water, it's that's one of the reasons I loved uh, Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Four. Black Flag is the Caribbean setting and just being in that those like beautiful blue waters and everything. So, so yeah, there's the whole world of Final Fantasy Fifteen is filled with beautiful locations. But that one, in terms of a vacation, I think for me that would be probably be my number one. Mm. As someone who's done yeah. all inclusive resorts, they're fun for a very short period of time. <laughs> one week uh that's probably like my absolute limit uh usually like i mean i I actually like four days for me like we've done almost a week once and it was just like by like day three it's just like okay i'm ready to go home like we've already eaten Mm -hmm. all the food here and like this is really like when certain depending on where you're at in what area um there's usually not too much to do outside of the resorts at least that's within walk, you know, like in a walking distance and like to take a cab somewhere could be pricey, you know? So yeah. it's just kind of like, mm, rather just stick around the resort. But then by, you know, day, like I said, day three, it's like, you've already kind of done everything. You've already eaten at all seven restaurants that they've had there and all that stuff. Yeah. So, and plus they hate the beach as I mentioned. <laughs> uh, so you hate the beach. So w- w- what's your first resort location probably not the beach then. it's not the beach uh, i can guarantee you that um my so all, not i not only do i hate the beach i really don't care for camping i'll do it but i'm not like a huge camping person i'm not really like a huge wilderness person in general i'm not either after our fucking tick adventure that was that was all you that was just you that was how was that wasn't me that how was that my fault i i i, I, I paid the price i didn't have i got like I nine didn't, ticks. i didn't have any so that's what i'm saying you it's didn't not have any fault. gary had one i literally had like nine so i'll go with you, you again like, because you're a tick magnet so then no, <laughs> Gary's a, Joey's the a tick is, magnet. i'm a tick magnet oh yeah some people lucky enough to be a chick magnet i am a fucking tick magnet i'm i'm a mosquito repellent i'm one of those people like everyone else like the mosquitoes are so bad i'm like mm. apparently they don't like my ab positive blood but ticks fucking <laughs> love it they, they really thrive on down it. the tent of our the door of our tent but <laughs> so that being said I would love to roam the countryside of Red Dead Redemption 2. Ooh, um, wow. Because, like I said, I hate camping and stuff like that, but something about that game, like, I enjoyed, like, kind of role-playing in that and, like, just roaming around and just trying to find stuff in, you know, the areas and stuff like that and camping out in the woods and all that stuff. Like, I I normally fucking hate it, but something about that area i think it was so vast too and there's just so much and plus like you know no actual danger and no actual ticks that's probably why i enjoy it more so than actually doing it. if i probably actually did i'd probably fucking hate it um but yeah just like going through like the the forest areas of uh west Libet, west elizabeth until like you know just the open vast desert like being able to like kind of go through all that and see all that stuff especially in like that sort of setting too where it's like almost like nearly untouched sort of thing like that would be more enjoyable than going now where it's like you know fucking tourist trap bullshit but yeah 
like I just I think that would be so much fun to do for a week just kind of like go around maybe not by horseback though fuck that <laughs> I don't know if my so you just walk yeah I'll just walk everywhere <laughs> <laughs> walk for hundreds of miles yes <laughs> I just want to walk I'm, on my one week I want to walk from Arizona to New Mexico yep <laughs> and that's the whole that's the whole oh. so that that's what you your week would be spent with like one night you'd be camping out in the desert and then you'd pack up and move to like the the woods and then yeah sort of how you can swamps. do sort of how you could do in the game like you know you have like the day night cycle and all that stuff obviously everything's truncated a little bit so it's not nearly as far away but you know if it were something along those lines where you could do it in that short period of time then yeah that'd be that'd be pretty sweet because it'd be like a little bit of everything you know what i mean yeah. like you have a little bit of desert you have a little bit of like forest you'd have a little bit of town areas and stuff like that like going to like the saint denis and all that stuff and seeing like a French quarter and all that whatnot. So would you camp outside of San Denis or would you stay in a hotel? I'd probably stay night? in San Denis. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't, don't camp. The bayous like fucking, yeah. Yeah. Are, like the swamp alligators. The, yeah. yeah. It's a legal hunt. So you can like hear them. It's like, a legal hunt alligator down in the swamp. But also in the city, <laughs> watch out for kids because those little assholes will ruin you. I'll just run them over with my horse. <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> Also, anyone who's like come into this alley quick, I have a proposition. You yeah, know, you, you yeah. would you would avoid them anyways, but sometimes they will knock you out and steal seven hundred dollars from you <laughs> and leave you in a cemetery. It just happened to a friend of mine. I don't <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I just saw. I feel like Red Dead Redemption Two is the kind of game that like there it's so dense and there's so many weird little Easter eggs that it just keeps revealing stuff. I just saw a TikTok about a fish, the you, eagle and the fish. No. Oh, I just saw. Oh, okay. Uh, Something else. It was like if you buy a paper, like a newspaper, in one of the towns on a specific day, there's a story in there about some sports team that went missing. Like they were going across country to go compete or something, and they just went missing. After you read that news article, if you go to a specific spot on the map um, between like the routes that they were supposed to be traveling you find a mass grave with a bunch of sport people with like sports outfits on huh. just a big pile Whoa. of bodies. Wow. Yeah. With like, some of them have hoods on. Yeah, that, that, that's like, the thing is like, there's, there was like, since you didn't play that game when I played it, I wanted to talk about it, but now it's been so long since I played. I, I, it wasn't I, that long. After. It was a long, it was, it was long enough. The first one was a long time. The first after. one was a long time. Second one was pretty yeah. long though, too. That it, time, wasn't that. it was like, it was, couple days no it was longer than that <laughs> it's way longer than that it was like a month or two it was longer close it was close <laughs> nonetheless i still i i do want to play it again i the one i yeah. just saw was like someone was like at at like the like a water area and they saw an eagle like swoop down go into the water grab a fish and like take the fish off like and Damn, then they zoomed oh, in with wow. the binoculars and you see this bald eagle like flying away with a little fish in its talons like i had never seen that before that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, It'd be even funnier if it was like a legendary fish that you needed to catch. <laughs> <laughs> You're shooting at it. <laughs> yeah, come back, no! <laughs> that's how the eagles went extinct. We were like, we don't want to hunt the eagles, but keep I stealing keep our going legendary after this fish. one fish. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's cool. Yeah, part of me is I would be worried because the grizzlies and stuff like that. But yeah, if, you know. but again, if you don't have the you know. The day, if it was like more like on video game turned where like you just you know 
respawn somewhere else like later on lose some stuff like that's fine i could deal with it i yeah. could deal with a grizzly attack yeah. at that point or if you have dead eye or, you can deal with any grizzly exactly attack. <laughs> exactly or i think I'm, i remember saying, i've seen some videos on tiktok too where if you stare them down like if you if you stand your ground and you don't flinch they'll actually back off so is it the grizzlies or is that the back black bears I thought it was the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies are the ones that are like... The Grizzlies are way more... I think those are the aggressive. The Black Bears usually run from you. Yeah, there was a Grizzly once who I opened a cabin and it was just inside and it killed the shit out of me. (laughs) I think I know which cabin that is. Yeah, right. Did you get killed by... (laughs) I don't don't remember if I did, but I do remember that. I think I ran ran like hell. I opened it up and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> They're so terrifying. Tab and I were playing together online and we were like, let's go after this legendary grizzly. Let's do it. Like we we were going to together. We can take it down. So we're like tracking it and stuff. Um, and we couldn't find it. And we kept we kept we were so paranoid. Every time we would hear something, we was like, ah, is that it? Is that it? And we're like moving, turning. And then at some point I heard something and I was like, I don't remember how, but I lost my hat. And in Red Dead 2, I, I'm so tied to my hat i cannot lose my if i if i drop my hat somewhere i'm going back to get it so i like dropped my hat and i went to go get it and i like picked it up and turned back toward tab and like charging full steam at me <laughs> the fucking grizzly and i was like i can't i couldn't even get my gun up in time oh no, no my hat but stories like that I, lo- I love that stuff so and that's why i wish they would add animals to grand theft auto online when they launched they were like We'll put animals back in the online mode at some point. I'm, I'm. Yeah. It's got to be a sync issue. That's the only thing I could figure yeah. is some. Maybe, maybe they'll do it now in the new expanded version. Maybe they'll work oh, all that yeah. stuff in. So we'll have to wait and, yeah, wait and see. Wait and see. Paul, where are you spending a week? Yeah. Well, while I would love to be cooking some plump bird meat uh, under the stars with you, Ron, I'll be in the stars themselves because I'll be in space at the Citadel in uh, Mass Effect. That is my my first pick. Yeah, I love Mass Effect. Playing those games makes me want to live in a Mass Effect world where I can just... um, you know, travel across galaxies and go to different planets and stuff and have a great time. But if I'm thinking about vacation, I want to go to the Citadel. It's like this gigantic space station. It's beautiful. There's so much going on. So many exciting characters. I can hit the the shops and listen to 8 million. I'm Commander Shepard and I, yep. this is my favorite store in the Citadel. And I just hear that <laughs> over and over again. Or like the little kiosks, like, um... Uh, advertising like an all Elcor production of Hamlet and everyone, you know, just talking like this deep monotone voice and like they just describe what they're they're doing or like what tone they're they're speaking in. And then on top of that, the um Citadel DLC, which they put in the third game, has like a awesome like vacation spot on the Citadel that has like a cool arcade and like a great sushi restaurant and um yeah like a wonderful like sort of uh like apartment i could stay in as well so yeah that that is my pick um i i can't wait to go yeah i'm so excited there's a nightclub with asari strippers so yeah they all have like names like purgatory or afterlife yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i could sneak up sneak up on those little keepers like those weird little green spider guys yeah and be like hey what's going on (laughs) (laughs) and they'll be like because they don't talk they just just work yeah um 
No, that's that's amazing because I thought I was thinking of like extraterrestrial like exoplanets and stuff like that from like Mass Effect and other games. I didn't think of the Citadel though, but you're right. Like, what a great destination because it's all of these different you know species and races and everything all coming together. And as you said, like Commander Shepard, you can maybe even do a favor for one of those storefronts and immortalize yourself. I'm Paul Groskoff, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. Yeah, so, I guess we yeah. discount on, um, yeah. I don't know, biotic amplifiers or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I could get like pulled over by Garrus, you know, because he's still working at CSAC. And <laughs> I'd be like, oh That's my, true, yeah. officer. <laughs> no, oh man, yeah. What a little... Oh, and I could do that um, that cool like arena that they introduced in the third game where like you can you know shoot it out with uh you know all your favorite squad mates and um i'd probably be pretty bad at it because i don't know a lot about guns but in my dream world like i i would have a really fun time doing that it's like it's like even it's like more high risk laser tag or something has in my mind um so yeah yeah you can get some biotic implants and then basically kind of have the force when you come back. Yeah. And people are going to be like, what the fuck? Some people, some people get a tattoo on vacation. You got a cybernetic <laughs> eye. Cybernetic. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you've changed. Your eyes are all glowy. <laughs> oh, you and like it? The... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did it on a whim. <laughs> and then if normandy you happen to see it in dock you can go like stow away and yeah. then you never have to come back from vacation yes and i can meet liara who yeah, <laughs> will yeah. then yeah fall madly in love with me and she'll be like who, who are you and i'm like you don't know it yet but i'm your next space boyfriend and then yeah. she's like oh 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 no <laughs> <laughs> Shepard, we got someone for that suicide mission. Oh, no. (laughs) They're like, we don't have a suicide mission anymore. And they're like, trust us. You want to talk to this guy? I was going to say, I think if I got space rejected by Liara on the Normandy on vacation, I would willingly make up my own suicide mission and shoot myself out of the airlock. (laughs) But then it it would be like in... uh, Star Wars Rebels with uh, the droid <laughs> floating in space, like so finally beautiful. sweet, <laughs> sweet nothingness, and then no, no. Sounds <laughs> like what the fuck? I, I have yeah. zero clue what you guys are talking about. Fucking nerds. Uh, it's a great scene in Star Wars Rebels. It's really so funny. good, so good. I'll take, so I'll take, funny. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but 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 Mass Effect, and yeah, I, I again, this this is my uh, the, the the Citadel. Like I would say, pre third game, the Citadel is a little depressing. So like after, either before or after that is is cool with me. Yeah, yeah. The second, I think you know, well, and that's the thing is like again, we're not doing stipulations. We have no idea what you know what I mean. Like you can cho- you kind of pick and choose what time you would want to go and all that stuff. You can't force characters to be there with you, but I think you were you know picking up on that like garris might be be there because he works there sometimes you know shepherd might stop by liara might stop by so so yeah that would be i feel like you'd be trying to schedule your week you're like looking at a chart of the normandies like so they're going here which i think they might need to stop at the at the the citadel yes. at some point <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh wait in the, the space docks yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> wait, just space docking 
we're talking about space time. <laughs> oh, that's there right. could there to... could be. It's a sexy place, Ron. Yeah, and space talking with like alien species, like a Krogan. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do their penises look like? Oh. I don't know. I, we don't know. I'm gonna find out on vacation. Exactly. Turn, turn yep. safe search off. Remember. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of penises, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> my next, my next uh, vacation destination would be the Kingdom of Zeal, which I don't know why they call it a kingdom. It's ruled by a queen. It should be a queendom. So the Queendom of Zeal from Chrono Trigger. Um, I included a picture in the show notes of that because I don't think either of you have played that either. But it's this floating. So in, in Chrono Trigger, you can travel through different eras in your little cool little time machine. One of the eras is called the Age of Enlightenment, and it's 10,000 BC. So it's 10,000 years BC. I don't know why I need to repeat that, but <laughs> in in this universe, uh, humans used to know magic, and so they were incredibly technologically advanced, and they knew magic, and so they combined these things to escape the Ice Age on Earth by lifting certain continents out up into the atmosphere above the clouds and so there are these beautiful floating islands in the sky and there's like these beautiful waterfalls and the and water's like just pouring down to earth from above the clouds everyone knows magic up there and on the one hand the nation the queendom is led by a twisted ruler who's been manipulated into this very self-destructive behavior for herself and the queendom and her newly sadistic rule is worsening a prejudice against poor people and underprivileged people meaning non-magic users and basically she's guiding the queendom to certain doom but i've lived through that firsthand so i think i can safely ignore that in favor of the gorgeous views the ability to see magic firsthand and a ride on the blackbird the blackbird is this gigantic flying fortress is like this huge airplane and i would i would absolutely take a ride on that i would go and you know i would try to see the royal family if i could without getting killed um shala in particular shout out to shala she's uh she's a, a future bay that we'll be talking about but yeah it's like this beautiful magical kingdom queendom um that spoiler alert it's a very old game gets destroyed but before it does i'm gonna be there teleporting from island to island and trying to learn magic from purple creatures called news mm, what a yeah. delightful vacation people have purple hair all over the place come on yeah what's that to like yeah would you get your would your beard colored purple on vacation while you were absolutely there? Yeah. yeah and i i would have to try to conceal the fact that i don't know magic because then people would just be mean to me but like oh no you could pull out, you could pull out your cell phone and be like i have this yeah, <laughs> or I'll learn like the really basic magic, like putting a pen through a card and stuff like that. And I'll they'll be like, "Look, I can make this orb float, and I can create something out of thin air." And I'll be like, "Ooh, oh. <laughs> exactly, instead of, yeah." Instead of that, what about Bob shirt where it's like, "Don't hassle me, I'm local." It's "Don't hassle me, I'm magic." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, well, okay, we'll take your word. You take your shirt's word for it." Famously they're magical these, people, like, <laughs> long flowing regal gowns, and I have this like stained T-shirt all wrinkled from the suitcase. And they're like, "Oh, so I decided, yeah, he must be." I, I'm like googling to see if I could see a little more like zeal and stuff like that. And there's not a lot. No, yeah. there's not. But it went to erotic fan art really quickly in, in these oh. searches. 
Well, that bodes well for your vacation, Jimmy. Yeah. So you found my blog. <laughs> and your DeviantArt. And my DeviantArt. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of um a lot of like fan art of Zeal, but in the game there's really only kind of one shot of the because it's a it's a 2D sprite game, yeah. so it's just like any other location. It's like the inside just interior overhead. of the castle and then that's yeah. about it. Yeah, but it's it's pretty rad. There's an underwater palace that I can teleport to that's Ooh. creepy and dank. Wait, and there's an underwater palace in this floating island? It's under the ocean, but you can teleport to it from ah, the, okay. the so queen. So you still have to go down to yeah. world level. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's fun. It'd be fun. I really need to play that game. So, yeah. I've I've started it I've started it so many times and I always like stop at like the same point. You just can't pull the chrono trigger. Can't pull the chrono trigger. (laughs) Yeah, that was another reason I wanted to finish Horizon was Chrono Cross comes out, the remastered version comes out in just three weeks. So I want to be ready for that. Oh, it's coming out that soon? Jeez. I think so. I think like April ninth or something like that. So And they just announced that too, didn't they? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Good times. Yeah. But I, again, I think that's a product of COVID and other things. Like I think even something like Cyberpunk, I think companies are learning from that stuff and saying, instead of announcing release dates too early, why don't we wait until we're pretty close yeah. to release and then announce it? Because like, look at all the, the sta- Sony State of Play that we covered. Mm-hmm. It's like all these games are coming out this year, or like the Nintendo Direct that we covered last. It was like uh, five or six new Nintendo games that are coming out this year. Like. What the fuck? So I'm 100 percent okay that's with just that. Gonna be like, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's nice. It's not great, as I said on our last episode. It's not great for our drafting game. Oh, yeah, we're like, what? What are the? What are these games? What's coming out? Yeah, but yeah, it's great for. But us as a consumer, games. it's great. Yeah, because they, you you yeah. can yeah. you can temper your expectations on when it's going to re- be released. Like I know, yeah. like they, you know, like Rockstar did the Grand Theft Auto Six thing. I'm like, you didn't have to do that. Everyone knows you're working on it. Just the vocal assholes think you're not. Um, yeah. so there's really no point in them saying that we're working on it, knowing that it's probably still like three or four years down the line. I think what we could do next year, maybe not to brainstorm for a future episode is like, have it be something like currency based where we bid on them. And so we have like a pool of mo- money or some kind of currency and we buy the games that we want and we like out- try to outbid each other. And then we would have an auxiliary, like a secondary pot that would be used for future games that come out that year that haven't been announced yet kind of thing. Um, or we could just do it like we are doing it now and then have a, you know, June 31st, like mid year do a second wave of like, okay, new games oh, that have okay. been announced. Oh, do like an know. extra, do like an extra, like 50 bucks in the pot or something like that. Yeah. Sort of thing yeah. and do like a halfway. Yeah. That's not a bad yeah. idea. Especially considering if this is how game releases are going to be from now on, like announcing it, like, shortly before it's out that kind of like ruins that whole stuff so yeah maybe this summer because we were going to do a mid-year check-in anyways just to kind of look at the scores because early reviews for stranger paradise i feel so bad i have a bunch of scores now on my list and you guys have like one or two but stranger paradise which i also had just came out and the reviews are or just coming out and the reviews are starting to come in and they're not as high as my last couple of entries but they're low to mid 80s so not bad. Yeah, pretty not bad. But yeah, mid mid year we were going to do a check in anyway, so maybe we'll throw that out there and say let's 
take all these new games that have been announced for the last half of the year and do another round yeah, and pick I'm up cool another with that. two or three games. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, so, again, like I said before, I hate the beach. So, <laughs> um, that's my second, my second point. Peach's beat. Peach no, beach my second pitch is Fort Lauderdale from the guy game. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just wanted to bring that joke in from the, from the intro there. Uh, I had to bring up the guy game again. God, that fucking guy. Take a shot. Uh, so, but as I said, like I don't like camping. I don't like beach, like all that stuff. So I am more of a city person in general. And I do like visiting big cities and stuff like that. And I would probably have to say that I would like to spend a week in Night City. Oh, now that is a surprise. Like you said city and I'm thinking like, all like I'm maybe Los Santos or something like that or Liberty City or something. But like Night City, which part of the characterization of it is like, what a shithole. Like it's so corrupt and evil and but everything about it is fucking awesome. Like everything about that city is really fucking cool. cool. It reminds me a lot of uh, when I went to Bangkok. Like just that, like just the just like this urban density, and like there's just so much like there and so much going on. Like it just it it was again like it just reminded me of that. I had such a blast in Bangkok, just walking around and experiencing it. Like walking around this like cybernetic future, near future, and like seeing like all this like crazy cool shit and like all the cool fashion of you know the cyberpunk future that. It's never going to happen, sadly. Um, I really wish that fashion would take off. That'd be pretty great. But we got like yeah. 30 years until that happens, 40 years. We can oh, make it happen. And the, the radio in town while you're there would be. Oh, yeah, exactly. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every and s- Andrew. no traffic. <laughs> like, such Wait, hold on. Traffic. 1.5, you're going you're gonna to encounter actually a <laughs> bunch okay. of traffic. They, which they, which they, version? Well, yeah, they made, <laughs> that's right. They made it more dense, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, so. it's now it's it's regular open world density. Okay, okay good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah that, that's that, true. That, you... that was one difference. Like that was the one thing that took me out of it. Like when I was like walking around, like walking around, like when you're walking around Bangkok, like it's just people. Depending on like what streets you're on, it's just like just tons of people, tons of cars, and all that stuff. Even at night, like there's still a shit ton of people, and you're walking around like Night City during the daytime, and it's just like oh, there's like five people over there. <laughs> right. And there's no yeah. one else around whatsoever. There's a car that drove Two by. Two of them are the same person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many twins. I, I, one of the things I did, I met, I, or like wish was in cyberpunk. Cause I wanted it to be as immersive as they were promising before release, where you feel like you can legitimately get lost in this city, this like living city. But then like you go, it's like, Oh, you can get food from places, but like every place has the same two items on order. Mm. If I remember correctly. And like, you don't get to eat them. You just can buy them. And like, I want to sit at a little table outside of a cafe, which you would be able to do. And you're, cause this is like, you're actually there. So you would be able to like sit outside and people watch and eat your, you know, like ramen sandwich or something. Yeah. Ramen. Yeah. They have, well, no, they added a ton of, you can't eat it, unfortunately, but they did add yeah. more food, which sounds oh, like it'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like restaurant specific now. Yeah, that was so. That was one of the nice things too about like you know going to Tokyo or Bangkok was like walking around getting the street food and stuff like that and just like yeah, just grabbing some food and just like eating it out of a bag with a toothpick. Like, it sounds weird, but man, it's so fucking good. 
Sounds good. Uh, I, that's how I discovered shawarma for the first time. It was a little corner store in uh, Bahrain when I was stationed there. That shawarma was huge in Bahrain. There were like fast food type of shawarma places. But when I went there, the people that I was living with, they, they were like, go to this little place. It looks really dirty and terrible, but it's delicious. And it was. And then I came back and I was like proselytizing shawarma. <laughs> I remember and that. everyone was like, shut up. And then the Avengers came out. Right. And at the end, it was like, oh, shawarma. And the fucking shawarma explored, exploded. And now everyone loves it. But I liked it before. <laughs> I liked it before Tony Stark. I'm a shawarma, shawarma hipster. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's a that's another great choice. Yeah, like I said, I, lo- I love surprising one. I, lo- I I I love cities. I like big cities and stuff like that. I do like. I've been to New York and lie. stuff like that. I've been. To- <laughs> yeah, well, but also, Ron, it kind of scratches that same itch as uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, where like if you want something quieter, you can go out to like the Badlands. Yeah, and get, get, yeah. get murdered. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, great. well, yeah, you want to find the friendly ones, not the. I think the I, I can't remember what the other ones are. The, the big other group is called who are dicks who will kill yeah. you. But yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm googling pictures of it again, and I'm like, yeah, it, it, it. I got. I need. I need to play the new the new update and like see how it looks now. But yeah, that city's pretty fucking, pretty fucking dense. I, I, when I first started playing it, like I walked around everywhere, like, and just like, just walked up and down the streets, walking point to point, like, you know, to the next mission, stuff like that. Cause driving was terrible. Um, eventually it got to where like, I started seeing like all the same stuff and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, now I'll fast travel. But now I might, when I hop back in, I'll probably start walking again just to like get that density again and just see how everything looks. But yeah, the games. And I don't want to spoil anything, but the vending machines. If you guys haven't gotten to that point, there's a um a possibility that you might have a really fun experience with a vending machine. Let me just uh, let me just say that. Is it the one that's right outside your apartment? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had the, I had that fun experience. Okay, yeah. good. Which was yeah, yeah. yeah. What a fun make a new friend. Yeah. That vending machine's pretty great. Can I you move this dumpster? Yeah, it's it's disrupting the one thing the vending machines like to do. <laughs> I felt so much more compassion for that vending machine than I did for almost everyone I met in that game, which everyone's supposed to be terrible in Night City, but I love that vending machine. So Delamain, there you go, that's Del- your souvenir. Delamain's pretty hey. cool too. Yeah. Also, Bayes that got away, that vending machine. The, that vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> Bays that got carted away. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's funny that like the AI characters are the ones that are like the least shitty out of everybody in that game. Yeah, everybody in that city. Yeah, very true. Mm. Well, except for that pop star, but she is still human, kind of right. But didn't she have her consciousness trans trans? into a robot or something transferred into a robot something like that i don't remember i don't, but I don't know who this is yeah yeah, yeah maybe i'll just yeah, maybe we haven't, maybe we haven't gotten that far <laughs> yeah but um but paul what's your what's your next vacation destination sir yeah so um from the neon glow of night city to an earlier cd project red world oh. um the duchy of tucson which is the yeah. setting for uh the witcher 3 uh wild hunts like uh, one of its major um, expansions, the Blood and Wine DLC. It is yeah. incredible. Beautiful. Yeah, it is, it's so good. So, like, 
the main the main sort of world of the witcher 3 is amazing and i do think it has like a beauty to it like but also you know there, there's war going on and there's you know all kinds of stuff happening so it's like there's a kind of a darkness to it as well but Toussaint by the uh, by contrast you get there and just like the color hits you immediately it's so like lush it looks like you're in the French countryside and like yeah. there's vineyards and beautiful castles and like quaint little you know sort of like riverside villages and stuff and it is just it is incredible um and yeah so colorful and like um people speak in like heroic couplet couplets like when they're walking by and like yeah, like it's just um it's it's so so cool so i would love to go there um drink some wine you know hang out with anna henrietta yeah. uh aka joey's bay that got away and um <laughs> yeah maybe hit up some of the the shops uh play some gwent um yeah no uh see some vampires maybe at night who can say but uh no that would that would absolutely be one of my favorite places to go would you want to be turned into a vampire um, like, would you be out prowling at night like oh no what if there's a vampire yeah no what a souvenir yeah, yeah i mean that would be <laughs> that would be amazing um if, if i could be like one of the higher vampires which unfortunately they're like their own separate race so like i couldn't be but like that that one would be great because they get to do whatever they want and you know party it up i wouldn't want to be like yeah like a horrible monstery you know vampire okay, that, yeah. that would that would so, be less fun <laughs> you murder my yeah. whole family when i get back from vacation right you <laughs> come back Jacqueline's like did you give me a souvenir you're like in fact i did <laughs> <laughs> these teeth <laughs> i like that i i've lost so much of my personality that i'm willing to murder you know my my beautiful fiance but i remember enough of it to think of that that like come back <laughs> i got you some cds cds thing, yeah. cds teeth cds teeth <laughs> got him oh, <laughs> jack looks like i knew i shouldn't have let him yeah go <laughs> on video game vacation <laughs> but that that's such a great choice because like it, it's just so beautiful and part of it as i wondered at the time but i i ultimately concluded that this wasn't the case part of me was like Am I just so stricken with how beautiful it is because, like, the sun's out? Because in the Witcher 3 base game and then in Hearts of Stone, which is still takes place mostly in the, the base continent, um, it's all it's always gray, it's dark, it's cold. It's like a very dreary fantasy, like, fairy tale type setting. That's just Poland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably like Central <laughs> Europe, yeah. But then Blood and Wine is that like southern europe italian and so i'm the whole thing i'm like smiling as i'm running around or riding around and i'm like damn this place is so pretty and then i'm like is it just because i came from you know the darkest grayest wettest kind of setting but i don't think so i think it's just yeah. this is a beautiful beautiful scenery so yeah and the music is playing and the grass is flowing in the wind oh yeah beautiful excellent yeah great choice yeah i would definitely that's see it's things like this where it's like this is never going to happen but now i'm like putting it on that list so if i ever rub the genie lamp and the only wish you'll give me is to transport me into video game locations to take vacations on 
Holiday yeah, with man. Anna Henrietta. <laughs> yes, yeah, adding that one to the list for sure. She'll be mean to you all week. She's going to be so mean to me, but she's so pretty. <laughs> She'll be like, Joey, you idiot. You ordered the wrong wine with dinner. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Secretly, yeah, you had planned exactly. it all along. <laughs> I don't know anything about wine. Just, oh, so uncivilized. She dumps it in your face. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not again. All the worst, <laughs> worst insults that you could lobby at me. This actually, it's a pretty perfect pairing with my next location. So my next location is not the first place that you think of when you hear vacation destination. But if I'm looking for a winter getaway, an expansive European castle set in snowy, tall mountains. Mm, I wonder where he's going. Doesn't sound bad. I would be at Castle Dimitrescu from Resident Evil Village. I'm shocked. <laughs> okay, it's a, it's such a beautiful. Like, what is one of my favorite things about that game is like how beautiful, and it's based on a real place. So I could technically, I guess, I could find out where it is. But no, I'm going to the fictional one. Like you, it's just such a beautiful. I love. I just love castles in general. We've I think we've well established based on our um, video game cover art thing. But like you go in to the front doors and there's like this cozy fireplace with like obviously beautifully like, you know, ornamented uh, like royal type of furniture. You can like settle in with a cup of tea and read about the Dimitrescu's family's like interesting history, I guess we could say. Um, they have a whole big, beautiful, well-stocked library there. It's a little it's a little disheveled. It's a little messed up. <laughs> But, you know, books on all kinds of bleeding techniques um, to keep me to keep me busy. There's a garden that's probably beautiful and gorgeous in the spring. Um, if I go there, then I don't know. I, and don't get me started on like the grounds around it, because the castle itself is beautiful. But of course, again, scenic mountains, a friendly and welcoming village of locals. It's there's a, it's walking distance from the seaside Spanish Italian style manor that there's like historical grave sites uh state-of-the-art automation factory like there's so so many things going for it and the staff is said to have a love-hate relationship with men but i am absolutely willing to take some of the hate for even just a little bit of the love you know what i'm saying <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> Chasing me through the rooms, any of them, <laughs> Lady D, the daughters, all of them. <laughs> That's nice. your yeah. arm off. You're like, ah, <laughs> thank you. Ah, I'll just pour a jar of <laughs> healing juice on it and I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, like yelling at me, like terrible man thing or whatever. Ah. <laughs> Like, I'm going to be, like, late for breakfast on purpose. They're like, breakfast is at 9 a.m. sharp. Like, 9.15. Where is that man? 9.15, you crawl out of the wall, (laughs) sneaking in. (laughs) (laughs) Crawl out of the the unlit fireplace. Here I am. I was just in the the wine cellar. By the way, have you been alive for 400 years? <laughs> you look great. <laughs> Why are all the doors locked? <laughs> Where do I get a fucking puzzle piece around here? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I that's the thing is I don't like winter. I don't like cold weather. But if I could stay there, I would. That would be my my winter destination. So I have my my Caribbean destination. My I don't know what the fuck magical above the clouds destination. <laughs> a year round, you know what I mean. It's probably it's probably really cold now that I think about it. But it's a magical city, so it's whatever temperature they they, they, they probably have their own ecosphere around it. I mean, they would yeah have to right yeah. It's enveloped by a gigantic purple beard. <laughs> that <keeps them> warm. <laughs> uh, and then, and then I have my winter destination. So if I'm ever yeah. like, oh, it's too too hot and muggy. Hey, yeah. Need if you ever go... need someone to keep you warm, if you know, exactly. What I mean. <laughs> right, get a different kind of hot and muggy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I just want Lady D, but. <laughs> But Ron, I'm excited to hear your third entry because you've surprised me thus far. So well, it won't be it won't be staying? a surprise. I can guarantee you that. Um, so while while I was like figuring out like what I want to do, I decided to go like Google around and like look and just see like what other people like other destinations that people like, and I came across ones that were like the worst uh, places to stay. You're like from Driver Three, uh, London. No, one of the ones that popped up was Silent Hill. And I'm like, that's a that's a terrible place to go. Yeah. <laughs> I see. See, yes, absolutely. Because like Castle de Matresque is beautiful. Do you Most like of fog? the things in Silent. Do you like fog? Do you like everything being kind of just dirty and dusty and like? Do you like holes appearing out of nowhere and then going away? There used to be in the, with graffiti saying there used to be a hole here. Now there isn't. But also, as I was trying to think, like brainstorm, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I'd really like to like like go to like fallout like areas like i really like those landscapes and I'm like except no those are fucking hellscapes i wouldn't want to go to any of those fucking places um it'd be fun to like see but not i would not for one i wouldn't want to experience it for a week uh so my last my last choice uh again it's it's not it's not as surprising as the other ones but i would say as you brought up before los santos like um oh. surprisingly like out of all the big cities i've been to I like LA the most and I thought it would be the one that I hated the most. Um, But like playing GTA five and then like going to actual Los Angeles and like, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) I was, I've only been there once, but driving in and being, I was there for two days. I'm like, you see stuff and you're like, that's from the, it's probably so stupid for people who live in or around LA. They're probably like, yeah, no fucking duh. But like when you've played so much GTA and you're driving in and you're seeing the windmills and like everything, the fucking geography, it's amazing. And it's Venice beach. Like Venice beach is like, um, like a pretty good truncated, like one for one of like, we went to this, like we were by the skate park. We were by Uh the rocks, like near the, like the big rocks near the edge of the water and all that stuff. Um, Liberty City's pretty close to New York. There's there's like enough things here and there. Uh, Liberty City's a little more New Jersey ish too than like actual New York proper. Uh, like some of the areas, but like yeah, Los Santos. Like like I said, I love I, not to be Randy Newman, but I love L.A. <laughs> <laughs> like that's one place that I would want to go back. Like I've been in New York like a handful of times, and every time I go, it's just like diminishing returns. But like. Only been in LA once. We were there for a week, and I felt like I didn't see enough of it. Like there's still more yeah. that I want to go. We were supposed actually supposed to go uh, in 2020, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, and then we were supposed to go again in 2021. That didn't happen either. So we were hoping for this year, but 
I have to wait again until next year. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> we want to make yeah. sure that like things are like open enough to where we're we're gonna go and like do a bunch of stuff and not like be restricted as much as we would have if we would have went like whenever we did. Yeah. So probably next year we'll go. But yeah, just like everything, like just the dense city and like you just drive for you know like an hour and like you're in the middle you know fucking desert area and like weird foresty areas. It's really weird like how diverse that area of california is uh as far as like things to see but yeah just like again it's just like since it's just an emulation to la like it's just, i just want to go back to la that's pretty much why i would go there uh except to see like all the you know obviously the exaggerated fantastical stuff of the you know gta universes los angeles which is not too far off from the real one and, and in fact, yeah. I think gas prices are cheaper in Los Santos uh, than they are right now in Los Angeles proper. I wonder if they up, I wonder if they went and updated that for the new version. That would be funny. I wonder if they updated the gas prices. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> there's a and there's a uh, is it one in one thousand chance that you'll be abducted by a, a UFO? Wait, what? The, in GTA, there's. It's like a random occurrence, I think. I'm pretty sure. I've seen a TikTok about it. Like, there's like a one in 1,000 chance, I think every day or something like that, that a UFO will appear. And like, a, unless it was a, a No, it, there's, there is a UFO that spawns. But a, I forgot. There's like specific things that you, like specific things that you have to do. And, it, oh. and it's like, it, it happens after a certain mission or something like that. I think it's after you collect okay. all the space, all the parts for the space car. Oh. Uh, and then like you go to the Mount Chiliad at a very specific time uh, and like it will spawn for like a minute and then it'll go away but it has the FIB hmm. logo on the side and all that stuff interesting but yeah to go to yeah the, the TikTok video I saw was not that it was like this UFO showed up and the the chick who was playing it was like started freaking out I was like oh my god that's so funny and like a little alien got out and she was like oh my god I, I think it's coming toward me and it started chasing her and like got in the car with her and like beat her up and dragged her out and like this, abducted that sounds, her. Yeah. That sounds fake. I, I yeah, man, I have to look it up. But. I've seen I've I've seen so many like things on like Instagram of like Bigfoot. Well, like that or like you know the secret uh, parts of you know Michael's house and like all that stuff. And it's just like it's all modded stuff. Like it's it's all like just dumb dumb mods. Like it's obviously it's obviously yeah. mods that you could tell, but like people are like, "Oh my god, I never saw this before." I'm like, well, yeah, because it's not fucking real. Yeah, but yeah, like be able to like you know, base jump off Mount Chiliad on a, a BMX bike that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, and then get chased by a cougar. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> Feel its powerful jaws close around your yeah <laughs> your neck. You can go get eaten by a shark. That was so exciting the first time. Yeah, I was trying to get eaten by a shark for a while. <laughs> I was like looking up like where are the sharks? I thought there were sharks in this when it first came out and then there's like specific spots that they they favor and then the first time I got eaten I was like screenshotting it up. I just got eaten by a shark. Amazing. You bought chum and we're just shoveling exactly, it into yeah. the water. <laughs> it looks like the alien abduction thing's a mod. I just came across the alien, oh, abduction, okay. alien abduction Easter egg uh, mod. Well, that makes uh, sense. So. Yeah. Where aliens get into your car and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> this isn't what I thought it would be. I do like the idea that would be though. So fun though. I do like that idea though. That just like that's yeah. that's how they abduct you. They get in your car and then beat the shit out of you. 
<laughs> well, that because that thing is they're like, these sophisticated alien race with all these. <laughs> no, they just fucking just pop you in the dome. Get in my ship now! No, <laughs> do it. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. Yeah, they're like set phasers to. Oh shit! I forgot my phaser on the ah, ship. God damn it! You know what? I got just these phasers. Just look into my hand. Look into my yes. hand. Then just pop them with the other one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Old Jimmy and Neutron. Let's go. <laughs> e and T. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. Is like that's why I believed it because like that seems like a rock star thing. Like rock star, I think would would totally do something like that. Yeah, I could see um, them doing something along those lines. Just, just utterly ridiculous. But. Yeah. Sadly, it's a, it's a mod. It's not real. Damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Sorry. Sorry to ruin speaking your fantasy. Speaking of not real. <laughs> what's not real? <laughs> and speaking of fantasy. What's fantasy? Paul, what's your what's your third fantasy video game vacation destination? Yeah, well, one fantasy vacation destination where an alien won't beat you up inside of your Prius is um, Ghost of Tsushima, Iki oh, Island, wow. um, yeah. specifically. So... Ghost of Tsushima and like Tsushima itself is a very beautiful place, Um, you know, makes you want to, you know, visit Japan and like just hang out amongst the, you know, the flowing grasses or under the, uh, you know, the, 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 the sort of cherry blossom trees and play flute and, you know, haiku it up. But um, Iki Island in particular, like within the events of the game, is sort of removed from like uh, the the sort of Mon- Mongol invasion and like all the the bloodshed and the violence. Like there still is that stuff going on there, but it's not as sort of affected. So it's like super beautiful and colorful, and things like a bunch of things aren't like completely destroyed. And um, yeah, lovely sort of beaches and. Um, you can hang out in like a little like pirate cove and participate in like the uh the sort of sword fighting tournament and all sorts of fun stuff to do more haikus to write more cool outfits to find in the world um you can dress up like Aloy um from Horizon yeah. Joey yeah so yes Iki Iki Island um would be my my place to go and this what's great is you don't even have to worry about like bringing a GPS or using your phone because you're like. I think I want to go get sushi today, and the wind will just blow towards sushi, and you're like, perfect, just follow the wind. The guiding wind, which, by the yeah. way, to take a quick um, jump out of our the immediate context of this conversation, one of the best navigational tools I've ever used, because it made me stop staring at a minimap whenever I was yeah. going anywhere, and like really let me appreciate like the world um that i was in which i just thought was so nice yeah um yeah and, and really really cool and not like in a way like uh, like like skyrim or something like that little like bulleted thing of like you know like you're going this way your thing is this way like because the, then that just becomes another thing that you're constantly staring at but uh yeah a very cool artistic way to move through the world and useful on vacation because yeah i'd be like well this is confusing i haven't been here before um um i want to go to uh the local archery you know shop where where should i go or i want you here we go i want to go to a um a dye merchant yeah bam and now all my clothes are red (laughs) i want to go find true happiness 
Oh, the wind! Uh, the wind! The wind! Really, the wind died down. The, the wind is blowing inward. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. If you want to fly some kites, don't um try to find your happiness. Uh, it's gonna be a <laughs> the, uh, windless day. Yeah, oh, man. But yeah, no, a beautiful place. Um, yeah, one of those games where you just you, you're playing, you feel like you want to live there, and you just want to be there in person. And the good news is, is that all these locations in that game are actually real places places i could visit so <laughs> maybe there's a way that i could um yeah if only there was if there were only there was life. a way to go <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah but they're slightly modernized and they yeah. probably frown on getting into the hot springs nude and stuff yeah. <gasps> i could be hot springing oh what a good point joey yes yeah. oh, and following golden birds <laughs> yeah take me to treasures you know petting foxes come on <gasps> Yes! yes i'm sure there's actually cafes in in japan that you can go do that at there are that's, that's true, true. Yeah. as that's well as true. probably nude hot springs as well i'm sure oh though here, here's the other thing about the iki island dlc though it's not just foxes you can pet now you can pet cats and oh. you can pet um little monkeys and um oh and deer as well so yeah there's what? all kinds of new animals yeah they they well, really like, outdid themselves. Ghost of Cutesima. Right? <laughs> I approve. I all approve. the animals are cute. Yes. And fox village in <laughs> Fox Village in Japan. There's a Azawa <gasps> Fox Village. It's just tons of foxes. Oh, they're so adorable. Isn't there uh, Isn't there a cat island? There's a cat off island the coast of Japan. There's a cat island, and then there's also a deer island too. Oh, these, fox, yeah. these foxes are so adorable. Andrew's looking. And there's like cats. just it's like all cats and all deer, and you just get off, and they just come over, and they're like, "What's up?" That's pretty uh, cool. Amazing. They speak English. It's it's pretty. Cool. <laughs> it's, it's really it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, I have a bunch more. We should probably call it there. But I I I definitely want to do another episode of this because. Not only do do I love thinking about this stuff, like I love thinking through hypotheticals. I love hearing your guys' stuff. Again, I was surprised by yours. Night City did not expect it. I would have thought like maybe because Paul's playing it like, you know, but that idea that you love dense cities, like I think I knew that about you, but like I wouldn't have thought that for a vacation. So I love going through these things. So um, and I want to hear from the listeners. So again, write to us if you want to enter for a chance to win a physical copy of hitman 3 for the playstation 5 a brand new copy sealed and everything write us an email and doesn't have to be anything elaborate or fancy just tell us where you would want to spend a week uh, what fictional setting in a video game uh, maybe a little bit about what you would want to do there why you think it's so fun and special and exciting and we will very subjectively judge them based on whatever criteria we're seeing again i don't want to be too strict about it so we're not looking for creativity or you know humor or anything because again there's going to be four of us reading these things so i can't i can't necessarily say what we're looking for but but just write us a little short blurb about what you where you would want to go and we will pick a winner uh make sure to submit it by midnight of next wednesday which again is the 23rd so march 23rd and we will pick a winner by thursday the 24th when we record our episode thank you so much for listening you can find us on social media uh well also sorry i should mention the email prettypixelspodcast at gmail.com you can email us there you can enter the contest there 
and then you can find us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Losperman. Ron's on Twitter at Big Bad Ron. He's on Instagram at Not Big Bad Ron, along with his adorable kitties, Frank and Elmer. Right, almost yep. Elmer, Frank and Elmer at um, Handsome Boy Frank. And Paul's not really into social media all that much, but you know what he is into. Yeah, well, um, if I was your video game travel agent, I would book you on a one-way trip to Thronebreaker, specifically <laughs> the Dwarven city of Mahakam, which is the uh, the third major area that you go to in the game. It is unlike anything else you would see in the Witcher series. It's like built on a mountaintop, and there's these gigantic, like gorgeous structures, and you could you could grab a, a pint of dwarven beer, and they all live the the dwarven bartenders are all like five hundred years old, so they know how to like you know really put together a great you know drink bar food menu for you. You'd have a great time, meet all kinds of colorful characters with great anecdotes. It would be an absolute blast. So check out Thronebreaker on um, vacation if you're on spring break right now or not. Write in about your favorite destination from that game and then convince everybody on the show to play it so that we can have a (laughs) three episode live (laughs) podcast series about how great it is. (laughs) Three episode live podcast series. Why does it have to be live? <laughs> hot takes. You I need mean, those hot takes unedited. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they need to be piping hot. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is live. Why did we do this hot? <laughs> this was a bad idea. <laughs> but yeah, Thronebreaker. Check it out. And once again, if anyone sends us any kind of fan art, the first person who sends us Thronebreaker fan art gets a free copy of the game. So that, that offer still stands. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Next week, we're talking about Street Fighter, the movie, which we are very excited for. It's been something that we, when we started doing like video game movies, that one kept coming up. And Raul Julia, John Claude Van Damme, Woo! Kylie Minogue, Woo! it's gonna be, it's gonna be glorious. So if you want to watch along, um, find a copy. I, I haven't looked up where to stream it yet. I have a, uh, if you, a Blu-ray copy, if you, of course. If you give me like one minute, keep talking. I'll see if I can find words. Yeah. I'll keep talking about Street Fighter, the movie. And you love to hate it and you hate to love it. Um, no, yeah, if you want to find a copy on streaming or to purchase somewhere and watch along, uh, you can watch and we'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to write in beforehand, again, maybe even when you're uh, talking about your fantasy destinations, you can um, talk about the movie if you've seen it or you want us to, you, to you, point out something specific. You can rent it for $4 on Apple TV, Amazon, YouTube, and Vudu. Uh, I'm sure dollars well spent. I'm sure you could find a, a Blu-ray copy for five dollars if you look hard enough on Amazon. So I would just go that or route. If your neighbor has a garage sale, a VHS copy that has gone un- unused <laughs> or well loved, maybe well loved, depending upon how cool your neighbor is. Um, yeah, that's how I got a copy, by the way. And we're doing the yeah, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing the real movie, not the uh, not the animated one yep. which is probably yes. which is way better than the actual street fighter movie no we're all julia alone not to bury the lead but oh yes. my god yeah so oh yeah. actually no it's there's a steel book blu-ray edition for 25 dollars on amazon wow. is that the one i have that might be the one did you did you buy a steel book version with there's a there's a nice painting of raul julia as like napoleon bison on the back of it <laughs> my i have to check i remember it was like a fancy like 25th anniversary or something like that so maybe but 
but yeah, we'll we'll have to see. But but yeah, watch along. Again, send us any thoughts that you have. We'll 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 post a reminder next week when we talk about it. But thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Spring break. Spring break, Spring break forever.